Hello, hello, check, check, check. Who is this? Who is this person on my podcast? Surprise, surprise. How's your day being, Abby Mickey? I'm podcast hopping. Who else do we have here? How many pods within a pod within a pod is this, Podception? Podception. Rebecca Charlton, this week, Vox Women Cycling Times Live Cycling. Lovely. And we all had a good day up the tourmaline. I walked up. I've had the best time. Uh, the humidity has got to my hair. Yeah, it's not good for the hair. Not good for the hair. I mean, what do you think about the race today? It's, uh, I think it's exceeded all my expectations coming up here. Like, it's been super cool, even though you can't see anything. And now the screen has gone. <laughs> I feel like we need to go go and see what's happening down the road. Yeah, otherwise we don't know what happened. We don't know who finished second. It's a complete surprise. Yeah. To be fair, Ashley was catching up to Annemiek when we last saw so that's third Kasha looked amazing out there I know I was we were rooting for her we can't lie Kasha fans for life truly she was looking so good like I had I had my headline ready for my story oh no heartbreak heartbreak but she still had a really good ride considering she really did like she struggled I feel like what 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 problem she runs into is trying to get away and so often she's so marked that she can't get away but she was actually able to distance on the descent yeah and because of like what are what are SC works to, what are they up to yeah they wouldn't Demi wouldn't work with Annemiek to chase her back and then they got reabsorbed by the chasing group how on earth was Kopecky climbing in that group for so long that was so impressive like unreal I mean way to do justice to the yellow jersey to be fair yeah 100% right I don't know what's going on there's a French announcer but there's no screen we can't see anything from the fog it's complete and utter chaos Rachel's run off what's happening who are we what is life <laughs> oh, alright let's go let's go do our jobs Rachel what's going on um, we can't see any of the riders or find any of the riders it's too foggy to actually see huh? it's too misty to actually see where the we're just like literally in the riders are emerging from the mist we have no idea who the fuck they are we can't see anybody literally got like one quote from anime and everyone seems to have already gone down the mountain when we're at the top so a classic mountain top finish aka chaos yeah aka we never learn and should just go to the team buses we gotta soak up the atmosphere mate I had to soak up the VIP area to be fair you did I support you in that I was surprised I think a lot of people were surprised to see the dynamics in the group, the front trio with Cassia, Anamik, and Demi when they kind of started looking at each other. What was going on there from your point Yeah, I mean, for us it was a question of like, let's follow those two and see what they're up to. Um, and I think Cassia did a great job with that. Helped a little bit with the pacemaking at points on, on the first climb and then on the downhill, yeah, she committed and I mean, she's a great descender so I, I said to her already on the, on the way up in the radio, like, look, take the descent from the front it's not going to cost you any more energy to, to roll down this mountain first um, and just to choose your lines that way you got no one who's going to mess anything up in any way um, and then she got down to the bottom and she had a gap already and it was like do we commit do we not commit she was fully ready to, to commit from that moment on and then obviously with Annemiek and Demi looking at each other it was um, it helped us in a bit but at 
the same time, he brought the next group behind back in. And we know how dangerous Rosa is when she starts time trialing like that to do a job. And ultimately, I think that, you know, they, she brought them back into play. But I think Cassia just kept on believing that she was going to do her climb at her pace and see what happened. And uh, I mean, what a phenomenal ride she's done. Yeah, that was going to be my question. I mean, in hindsight, do you think she could have saved any energy if she'd have waited and sat back in that group rather than hanging off the front for 20 second gaps like she was for quite a while? I mean, you could, you can always, in hindsight, think maybe this, maybe that. But I think she's a rider who prefers to be at front, prefer, prefers to be aggressive. And when she is, <coughs> it's, it's like she finds that next level of energy and, and power. And, and um, yeah, she, she did exactly that today. And, you know, I take my hat off to her. She really believed in, in that this was possible today. And, yeah, we've done a, a great stage again. To be honest, this rounds out like an amazing week for the team, which people are giving you a lot of credit for and saying that your, you know, your expertise and what you brought to the team has been really influential. What, what would you say that is? What have you been? telling them to do that you think changed the riders' mindsets a little bit, maybe? I don't know. Um, first of all, I say thank you to those people who say that, but ultimately the riders are there today. They are the ones riding their bikes. I'm sat in the car and I give them as much advice as I can and we just try and build a, a tightly knit team that back each other 100% and today we had a fully committed team to bring Cassia in basically first into the bottom of the first climb and you know they did a phenomenal job doing that fully committed wholeheartedly their finish line was in that corner and you know when you got a team that's ready to do that kind of a job um, it kind of raises the the riders doing the who they're riding for they, they kind of find that extra bit as well so I don't know what you know I, I do what I do and it's at the moment it's uh, it seems like it's working and we're having fun together we're enjoying racing our bikes together and we're racing in a way that we all enjoy racing and I think that's that's ultimately what you know keeps on building the morale within the team and we see that we can we can be part of you know the big bike races and, and you know nudge for the wins. Guess who's back on the pod? Uh, it's me Tom Davidson from Cycling Weekly. Sorry I hesitated. You nearly forgot then. Yeah well because I'm so used to saying women's cycling weekly then but I, it felt like there was something missing. Aww. You know I've been on the pod for a few days. What have you been up to? Well, you've been on your holidays, that's why. <laughs> um, I've also been on my holidays a little bit. I've, well, we've been at the Tourmalet um, in a car, not on a bike. Um, and that was a nice day, if a bit misty. Yeah, couldn't really see much, could we? Yeah, and then today it's the time trial. But um, I've kind of conceded the fact that I'm not going to be writing very much today. So I've blagged myself into one of the team cars and on my holidays, basically. You're going to write about that or are you just just did it for the crap? Uh, just doing it for, for a laugh, to be honest. Um, I have done like five Instagram stories on the official Cycling Weekly Instagram page. They let you in? Huh? They let you do that? They do. Like, they, I have full access Save you control. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like to go through the messages that people send in and see who, mes see who messages us. Ooh, cheeky. But I can't tell you who. That's all very... Um, classified. That's classified information. But I've given Sarah Tizit, WNT, quite a lot of um, publicity on our Instagram page. And... What? A lot of, sorry, and a lot of uh, publicity for uh, Alice Maria Arzufi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's who the rider we are following. She's not a, not a time trialist, though. No, no, no. She's a cross rider. Yeah, yeah. Quite good at climbing.
climbing. So when we got to the slight uphills in the, in the course, she enjoyed that. Um, but she struggled a bit. She got, she got caught. She got caught. That's never good. Well, what was it like, though, in the car? Good. You know, the, the most nauseating thing is when the driver just chucks it around corners. And also, we had an Italian DS who was shouting a lot, like, die, 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 Alice, die. Corba siniestra, corba destra. Wow, great. Italian. Do you speak Italian? Uh, no, I went on holiday to Napoli recently and bought an Italian phrase book. I once went to Italy. <laughs> so, yeah. So I know that corba siniestra means left turn and corba destra, I will let your listeners guess what that means. Wow. Just full of talented... You're speechless. Like, I've lost for words. All my, my words have gone out of my brain. My brain has actually ceased to function. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go home. Uh, well, uh, this is the thing. I, I have five pages of news that I need to file for the magazine by nine o'clock British time tomorrow. So I get an extra hour here. It's ten o'clock French time. Hi, what does that mean, five pages? Uh, it is about two and a half thousand words. Two, before nine a.m. tomorrow. Ten a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the trick is, and this is some of the inside workings of magazine journalism for your, for your listeners. Um, I've already written two of the stories. And I, and I can just fill in the bits where I say where they came in the race and what time and everything. Wow. Honestly, one does look... You're, in, just, inside you're full hack. of... Inside his hack. He's full of life hacks. He's full of work hacks. He's, he speaks Italian. Well, my, my issue was when I did this at Roubaix, I didn't do too much preparation before. And I ended up staying awake till four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's basically me the last few... Well, not four. One thirty, but it's bad enough. It's bad enough. Well, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm planning on having between one and seven beers this evening. Oh, yeah. So... We're all going to go out, aren't we? We're having a little... Little party. So if I don't end up getting my work done and I end up writing it after the beers, no, that's not going to go well. The readers will be able to know from my copy. Might be better. Could be. You never know. <laughs> oh, he's dying. Um, and how was so? How was the tourmalade from your perspective? Uh, large, misty, wet, but fun. We so we were in the press room, which was about four kilometres down. And when we left the press room to walk to the road, which was literally like 200 meters, um, there was uh, Kashi Nivadoma in the lead. When we got to the road, the first rider that came through was Demi Vollering. <laughs> and we were like, Something, something's gone seriously wrong here. Um, then we watched it back and it made sense. Well, that was the thing. It was that misty that you couldn't really tell like who was who and what was happening. And like, I don't even remember seeing Demi attack. And then the next minute she was in front. I felt kind of bad for all the fans that had, you know, spent their hard-earned cash to be there on the climb and then you literally don't get to see anything until they are right there in front of you. I'm sure they still had a great time. It's all part of the vibe. Vibes. We love vibes. Anything else to add about today, about the race, about life? Any other skills you'd like to reveal? Um, no, I've... One of my skills I don't have is driving. I've clipped the car twice. Good job I didn't ask you to drive my car when I was on the motorbike. Well, it's, it's a... As your listeners, your British listeners will know, I drive... Well, I don't drive, but when I do drive, I sit on the right-hand side of the car. Yeah. Here, we're in a rental car, and I'm sat on the left... This is really boring. I'm sat on the, on the left-hand side of the car, and I just lose my dimensions. So I've clipped these kind of bollardy things that go on the end of the uh, metal fences... 
and I clipped a curb the other day as well. Oh dear. It's alright, has it got full insurance? Yeah, it does. That's alright then. Yeah, yeah, but Kirsten's been quite willing to drive quite a lot and I'm concerned it's because I've shown myself to be completely inept at it. I thought you were alright when I was following you on the course the other day, but turns out you're actually just a madman. Yeah, I think that drive was also a bit nauseating because I got a bit bit giddy by being on the course so I was throwing it around the corners oh no well how are you getting home we get I'm going home via an aeroplane aeroplane <laughs> oh, no I've been on the same flight as you but I'm on the same flight as not on, I'm not on a flight no 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 so that wouldn't we obviously wouldn't be there no. um, but I'm on the um, four something from Blagnac Toulouse airport to London Gatwick fabulous news if, if any of your listeners want to any, come any of your fans want to come and uh, want to meet me at Gatwick with a sign <laughs> welcome home Tom that would be nice lovely well we're just waiting for who's that that's just come across the that's line Ricardo Bow and Find ah yeah want a stage remember that that seems like a long time ago now yeah they're waiting for them it's lots of Quebecians they're following road bike. Bit, bit presumptuous isn't it presumptuous in what way well look they're stood there with a yellow oh you're, this is an audio platform of course um, there is a green S-Works bike and a yellow S-Works bike brought here by SD Works and um, they're waiting for Demi Vollering and Lotte Kopecky to come in so they can give them them and they can have them on the podium but oh well, I thought it was so they could ride back to the buses with them no 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 it's for pictures and, and whatnot and and everything so they can get the so they can get the bike sponsor why in. is it presumptuous well because what well, Lotte has won the green but she has to finish but the yellow okay Vollering has like a two minute advantage but like if she slips on a corner and knocks herself unconscious <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen I've just seen on the screen that she's oh wait we're getting the time gaps here she's a few minutes she's a few seconds down on Royce which is absolutely I mean everybody is yeah it was a bit of a foregone conclusion she's 12.82 seconds down on Royce how far has she got to go? Uh, not a clue. Maybe another 15 minutes. She's about halfway. She's halfway. Well, yeah, so she's on course. Kopecky has finished. Is she on course still? She's on the course. And that's it. And Kasia's on course as well. And Anamik's on the course. And Anamik's on course. And Juliette Laboo's there. Laboo's is on the course. It's all kicking off. I guess we'll just stop podcasting because there's nothing to say until they actually finish. Okay, peace out. Bye. Yeah, you Surprised we haven't been cancelled already for these podcasts. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yeah. What are we up to now? You we're need just to... walking directly at KFC. Well, we're not really walking towards it; it's sort of pulling us in, right? <laughs> it's pulling us in with its force. We've literally not eaten all day, basically. No, and I'm just and so it's... tired and hungry. What? Yeah. How? What, how is it quarter to six, man? It's quarter to dead. six. We haven't eaten since we sat in that hotel breakfast at bloody half nine unintentional like we just genuinely have not f- had the opportunity no yeah oh, um it's a really nice clothes shop oh yeah yeah it's quite cute here actually in poe yeah have you changed your mind because you were well, we were on the flipping yeah, we were, we were in, in the ghetto yeah we were in the pits as you say yeah but, but yeah it's nice nice little street like the way they've gone to town with the the bunting super cute um, but so yeah, what's well, happened on the stage? What's happened on the stage is that Marlon Rusa won. She won by quite a lot, didn't she, in the end, I want to say? Um, and it yeah. was Esty Works. One, two, three. 
total domination. She won by 10 seconds over Demi Vollering. Lotte Kopecky in third at 38 seconds. It really went to the script, didn't it, really? Apart yeah, from, I, I guess, apart from Kopecky, maybe at the start of the race, you wouldn't have necessarily said she would be there. But then I on think... The, on the GC podium. Well, we were just saying, like, all the jerseys are on the podium. Yeah, that's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah, Kopecky, like, she's quite unreal. Star of the race, to be honest, because, like, she, she's been just, like, yeah. incredible. Really incredible. Yeah. Big she's got to be a shoe-in for Worlds, really, at this point. She wants it so bad as well. Yeah. Are we going to do this? Well, we're outside the KFC now, so that's enough of that. Needs most. <laughs> no more podcasting. Just eating. <laughs> we're about to hear from Cassia Navidoma in her press conference. She was very pleased with her ride, as she should have been. The TT that she did was incredible. Um, and she sat there resplendent in the polka dot jersey. And after that, we will hear from Lizzie Dagnan after her time trial effort, which she actually did on her road bike, um, as many of you will have probably seen. And also, I accidentally <laughs> uh, pulled the heartstrings by asking her what she's going to do when, or what the first thing she's going to do when she gets home is. And then I felt really bad because she welled up. <laughs> uh, definitely, it feels amazing. That was a couple of hours to finish the race on the podium. Um, it was just a little pity that we lost the second place by so little. Um, but yeah, we at least have a polka dot jersey and it's like an extra bonus because uh, we always kept in mind that we want to come here and do our best and grab every opportunity to uh, get the stage win or just the podium or any of the jerseys. So it's really nice to. Uh, yeah, being the place I am in right now, especially after the last two really hard days. I think that um, having done time trial in Tour de Suisse made me realize um, that it's not just about getting on the bike and hoping to push the power you normally push on your on your own bike. So um, being able to spend like three, four weeks on altitude where I could only train and basically work on my weaknesses, definitely paid off. Um, yeah, I think that everything went perfectly. I did not struggle with any health issues or any bumps, so that definitely helped a lot. And yeah, was I am definitely happy that I didn't lose the podium because of the time drawing, because that would be, uh, that would be like a mood uh, destroyer, let's say. How's the last day vibes for you? Last day vibes are good. Yeah? Yeah, relieved that's all over. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you did the TT on your road bike. It was just yeah. about kind of getting around and getting to the finish today. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a specialist, obviously, at TTing, and I always kind of carry this niggly hip injury, and the, the time trial just exacerbates that, so I'm, I'm grateful that the team respected that I didn't, I didn't want to put myself in that position for 20 kilometres for no real reason. Yeah, how was it out there with the, with the crowds? Really good, yeah, yeah, really. Uh, a lot of British people, which was extra nice. Um, loads of kids as well, like, um, yeah, it was, it was a, a really good atmosphere. Yeah, you've made it to, kind of, to the end of your first Tour de France as a, as a rider. How, um, yeah, was it what you expected? Or how did it um, kind of live up to what your expectations were? I suppose 
I don't know, like coming off the Giro, I thought, oh, you know, I'm coming into something similar, but it's an altogether different experience to other Grand Tours, like, or even the Vuelta, because the level is that much higher, because all the best riders are here, so every day was hard, there was no easy day. And that culminated fatigue on top of, like, the other kind of Tour de France atmosphere, etc. It's quite tiring. I expect to hit a pretty big wall next week. Uh, to be aggressive, nothing. We have to go in there with absolutely nothing to lose. I mean, you've seen this week in the Tour de France with its commercial, you know, teams instead of national teams. But the people who took their chances got rewarded. So I guess we should have that attitude too. Oh, I'm not trying to. smell my children <laughs> honestly Rachel <laughs> are you okay no I'm actually not I'm an emotional wreck okay what are you emotional about everything and nothing at the same time I just, tears are falling um, I'm just emotional because it's done race done day done time to going get drunk <laughs> this is what we live for this is what we've endured this whole thing for Honestly. it's our first time podcasting from the press room and the reason we've got <laughs> yeah but also it's the only time we've actually got the balls to do it because there's basically no one else in here anymore yeah everyone else has gotten home what time is it like we should do 22 past 21 no 9 excuse me <laughs> 9 22 and it's time it's time to go can you believe it hasn't this week flown by like lordy loo no like we started a week ago but it feels like yesterday but at the same time it feels like a hundred years ago that we were in Clermont Ferrand don't even we were so naive to the dramas that were to come oh no little did we know the before times before we met him yeah there was the before, and then there was the after. <laughs> Isn't that from, like, a film or a book or something? Literally about meeting someone. Probably, well, it's... I'm sorry. It's apt for our experience. We didn't know about Arno. We still naively thought we would get um, Orangina in the press room. <laughs> that, that was that was the biggest letdown of the whole road. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, we didn't... It was just It's just crazy to think how naive we were back then. I didn't even know I was going to be on this podcast. <laughs> no, you didn't, and you just got forced into it anyway, so... No, guys, I loved it. It's fine. Absolutely loved it. Do you remember what it's like to have energy and enthusiasm and creativity and, you know, just... Absolutely, absolutely not. The will to live. Yeah, I can't remember feeling like, I, like it wasn't a strain to be awake. <laughs> Truly, I feel like the, this, this race has been divided in two, two halves. Like the first half, like I felt so energetic and enthusiastic, and like, are you alright? Sorry, I've just, I've, I've just, I just scratched my mosquito bite, and it's, it's, I've drawn blood. <laughs> you know what? I've held strong for quite a while, and this is, this is now me just, just yeah, bleeding to death. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no, not where we thought the day was going to go. Am I right? 
Yeah, I know. What was I saying anyway before you described your ailment? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think we're just... I actually don't know. I, no offense, do you want to know something? Like, sometimes I, I literally, like, forget what you've just said when we do this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. When you when you're asking me now what you were saying, I've I've got no recollection. I don't know if it says. I Am I that boring? No, you're not. But I think it says something about me. It's like when I interview people, and I, and then someone's like, "Was that a good interview?" And I'm like, um, I have no idea what they just said. Some drama's happening in the press room. Oh, d- describe to the listeners what we witnessed at the press conference. <laughs> I can't put it into words. <laughs> no. Okay, so it started with. That was a pretty normal press conference. It was normal, eh? Yeah, no. It was normal, it was standard. I mean, good, but... Yeah, sensible. good. Sensible. Like, yeah, like, no. no drama. And then SD Works suddenly came in. The clown <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, they literally, like, they just... They actually infiltrated the press room and took over. All of these, like, shy, unassuming journalists were, like, shocked by... This but, well, also because it was not the side of them that we ever see otherwise like also it's not usual for like every for a team to have like three out of the four people who come for their press conferences all to be from the same team so they all came at the same time and like bumbled in with good old Gretel (laughs) sort of trying to hurry them along like a fucking school teacher and then they just they actually just wreaked havoc on the normally very controlled organised press conference didn't they (laughs) Marie didn't know what to make of it no Neither did old mate who does the translation. Well, he was having a great time. He was pissing himself. Yeah, he was pissing himself. Flipping um Kapeki like like made um the woman who has the mic who who comes up to you to ask a question, she made her like give Kapeki a question. Then Kapeki asked the question who was Marlon's favourite teammate and then Marlon replied, Doctor Stam. Yeah, no, so it was so I was sat in like the second row and Kapeki had just done hers. Yeah. And then which again, like Demi went, Quebec went. It was pretty standard affair. Well, actually, to be fair, Russell was also heckling Demi. Oh yeah, she was. She was. In, she was trying to force her to say that she loves Switzerland or something. Yeah, she was heckling. She actually was. Yeah, and then like I'm like the press conference is going as normal with Marlon Russell, and then from behind, I just hear a voice that, that I'm like, hang on, that's not one of the journalists. And I turn around, and Quebecy sat on one of the chairs. And she's in asking her in her green jersey, asking Marlon Russo who her favourite teammate is. Actually, and it all just went downhill from there, didn't it? It actually spiralled because then, and then Marlon did hers, and then she she took over the mic. She literally grabbed the mic and started doing a speech about Kapeki, like unprompted with no questions. She just wanted to like. This is after. No, she finished yeah, right, and then she, she walked back again to say. I don't. What, I was actually too zoned because, but at that point, by the way, I was trying to give Kapeki a, a t-shirt. Anyway, <laughs> side, massive huge side, fan, massive side note. Um, but anyway, so I didn't actually hear what she was saying. Something about how much she loves Kapeki. I don't even fucking know. It was chaotic though. It was really chaotic. Yeah. Oh no, you've missed the part where she was sat during the press conference. Wh- whatever answer she gave to a question, I don't know if it, it was even related, but there were two guys towards the back of the. <laughs> of the press room who started like raucously laughing mid-question and then just afterwards she was like 
yeah, I would like to know what the joke is over there, like so, like a, a teacher admonishing the naughty kids at the back of the class. <laughs> yeah, she was doing that thing where the teachers are like, you know, if you've got a joke, share it, tell it to everyone. <laughs> Literally, she was. And the guys were just standing there like... And they went exactly like you would at school when that happens. They just went really quiet and like pointed to each other. Yeah, like bright red faces. And she was like standing there, like on the... Re- By the way, they're on like a raised platform, like on a stage in front of us all. And it was just... It was crazy, man. Too funny. Love that side of SD Works, though. Like, yeah, I wish they'd show that more often. Yeah, literally, I wrote about it in my piece just now, like, how that was the first bit of bloody humanity we've really seen from them, the whole race. Yeah, well, on a serious note, I feel like it would make them a lot more likeable than they've made themselves the entire race up till now. 100%. Like, I like them all a lot more after that. They actually all seemed quite jokes. But, you know... They're still, they still said they're not going to celebrate tonight because of the world's coming up and Kapeki can't get ill and needs to stay healthy. So it was a bit... It was like... They clearly are, like, fun, but they're very... Strict. Strict, yeah. They're cyclists, wow. then. Yeah. yeah. I just mean, like, I don't know. I feel like certain people would have a good time tonight who were in the room. Others will not. Like us. Well, like us, yeah. We can have a good time tonight as far as we can. Yeah. with that energy yeah it's for, for as long as we can keep our eyes open for we will be having a good time am i right speaking of which tom's just sent a place to the group oh it's it is he's no comment he said no comment no comment no that's, comment t- can you just explain that that's well, on our way journalism humor we um as we were walking to the start from the press room today um, we walked past it. We were talking about arranging some sort of dinner with like the assorted friends of the press room, uh, and we walked past a restaurant called No Comment, and then it turned out it actually looked all right, and it was open till late. And so Tom's, I sent a photo to the group, obviously made a group, and uh, Tom's just said that it, they're open for food till ten thirty. So let's get our skates on. Sound of the pound. Can't wait for another portion of chips after our KFC earlier. <laughs> Just super healthy tour diet. Again, another thing that started so well. We were eating salads in Claremont. Oh my God, we were eating. No, I don't. What's a vegetable? Sorry, not sure. You, Haribo all the way for you. Haribo, my usual baked, ready sorted lays. Orange. Yeah, if we can get a sponsorship for Rachel of the baked, are they walk? Do they have them in the UK? Walkers aren't walkers. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So baked walkers, lays walkers. You're British. But there's something about Lay's that do just hit different. I don't know if it's just a mental thing, like you're abroad, but they, they just give me, like, good vibes, holiday vibes. Mate, the amount of pies I got today, I'm getting used to it. I'm, I'm turning into a pie. Yeah, it was pie-tastic because everyone was just, like, waiting to go and do their TT, and then after they'd done it, they just wanted to fuck off again, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, kind of fair. but Oh, absolutely. Also, like, please. I'd like to get a good little interview with Ella Wiley. Bit of a ledge. I like that girl. Yeah, she's good crack. Really good crack. You should get on this. Kiwis are always good crack. Just put that in for Sam Checky listens. Yeah, God. She's <laughs> absolutely whipped. I'm actually desperate to get Marie on the podcast, but I just don't think she's going to do it. You got, you got Arno on the podcast. Yeah, but that's different, man. I'll, I'll, I'll buy your dinner tonight if you go and get Marie on the podcast. Fuck, swear down. Swear down, I will. No, I'm not walking up to her and shoving a microphone in her face. She, she would not appreciate that. No. Do it. I'll try it later. 
I'm, I'm as we're leaving. Uh, what I wanted to happen was actually was, you know how they come over when they're about to close and they they like ne- they, they crouch down oh, yeah, at the desk. Okay. So we just need to keep having this conversation until they. Well, she come. But I feel like she's going to send the other one over. She's not. Mm, she 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 might come on the pod. She, she's all right, but she's not quite Marie. No, she's not. She's not. Um, but I told her France trainers, nothing can stop it. And she always looks fit together. I think. Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. Unlike us, who come in bedraggled every morning. Speak for yourself. Okay, well, me. <laughs> We're getting messages on the uh, on the group chat. Should we go? Should we go and see what's going on? And no comment. I guess we should. Yeah, I'm ready to leave. Are you? You don't sound ready. No, I am. <laughs> Are you sad about leaving the press room for the last time? I think I definitely think we should just take a moment, soak it in. Because this is going to be a long time till we're back here. Well, maybe. More over, yeah. Because it's going to be August next year. Oh, yeah. But all in all, a successful week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of words. I've literally run out of words. Let's say, um, au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> oh, maybe I get Marie to say that. <laughs> Come on, then. Not. Okay, I'm going to stop here and then I'm going to try. I'm going to ask her. No, thanks for everything, though. Wow. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. See you next year. See you next year. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Bye. Rachel, what are we doing? No, this is the last one. We're roaming the streets of Pow. 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 <laughs> and who did we find out used to live here? Tilda. <laughs> we can't speak her name. Makes us sad. We cry when we say it. Nah, and she, but Tilda, like what's going on with this place because we couldn't find any dinner we've had pizza on the on the square literally on the street like literally. pizza hut pizza on the street it, it does not get sadder than that no and a heineken which is probably my least favorite drink mm, on yeah earth. so cheers pow for that no po actually everybody is actually kind of annoying yeah cheers po like you let us down big time but now we're going to no comment at the hilarious bar what we're going back there Oh, I don't know. I'm just assuming we are. No, they're good. She, her friends are at a bar. Who's she? Sorry, yes. The cat's d- mother. <laughs> no, Dominique. Um, Who, have we mentioned her on the podcast before? She's Dominique Powers, the photographer. I think I mentioned her in the um, newsletter. She's actually, she took that iconic photo of me yeah. and Arnold. And, and she is really, really good at photography. Quite, actually quite starstruck when I see her. Oh yeah, you interviewed her before this race. I interviewed her. She's great. I'm interviewing her in... Um, Glasgow actually at the Worlds. Shout out anyone who wants to come to the Worlds event, Rula website in Glasgow, two weekends in a row. Woo. Wow, she's come really earning that money. Come and meet me in person. <laughs> now, that is a sell, <laughs> to be fair. Jokes, it's really not our probably just be. Everyone's going to want to meet you after they've been on this podcast all week, mate. Oh, yeah, the whole world wants me, for sure. She's a wanted woman. This podcast is uh, worldwide, is it not? Yeah, mate. International. Yeah, Amy's had, had fans coming up to her in the street. But yeah, so are we going to update them if we find out? No, we're not. But this is the last thing. This Aww. is it. What you want to... I just feel... No, I just feel a bit sad. It's all over. Rachel's been a very emotional girl today. Yeah, what did I cry at the other... What did I cry? Oh, I cried at Lotte Capecchi crying. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel declared... I don't know if she's actually declared this on the podcast, but um, she says that... She just cries whenever anyone wins. 
yeah regardless of who it is I just think it's such a like I didn't actually cry today when Demi on the time trial but time trials don't count like come on <laughs> no I mean yeah um but yeah generally I well up can't control it it's uh, overcome with emotion to be honest she's a sensitive soul yeah, I am. Um, I feel things. and That's it. Over and out from oh, Poe. sorry. I'm just banging into you. We're having a fight now. Beefing me? Mm, beefing you, mate. Are we signing this off now so that we can go and... Yeah, so go and... Go and not... I don't know. Go and do I don't know what, where. Ooh, mysterious. Yeah, we'll sign it off. Matt Denis. Matt Denis. Hello. <laughs> Matt Denise here, everyone. Some some cross-pollination <laughs> podcasting. Sinful, this. Well, Abby said hello the other day on the Tourmalade. She was she butted in, actually, in fact. Have you had a good week, Matt? I've had a great week. It's been really exciting. It's really sad because we were together last year. Not like that. We were just together. <laughs> we're, yeah, we were driving around together. You are driving on your own this year. I know, it's lonely. <laughs> and I'm just scared about my car every five minutes, as the listeners are aware. <laughs> How did you go navigating everywhere on your own? Um, I just put Google Maps on my phone and then put my phone in the cup holder. Very safe. <laughs> okay, that's all right then. You didn't get stuck in any road closures or have to argue with any gendarmes? Oh, yeah, that's just par for the course, isn't it? But I survived. Rachel was with me a few times, to be fair. You enjoyed it, didn't you? Um, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word. <laughs> well, she was there. Your like stress about your car just rubs off on everyone. And I then subsequently felt very stressed in the car about the car getting damaged. Just because I was worried about your stress. Which was actually passed on by Sam. <laughs> anyway, Matt, where are we going? Are you, do you know? Uh, no idea. I think there is alcohol involved and maybe a dance floor, but that's all I've heard. Oh, well, that's enough for us. That's what we like. And on that note, I reckon that's it. We're going to sign off now, actually. This is like the third time we've attempted this. Wait, uh... Oh, what's French for good night? Bonne nuit. Bonne nuit. (laughs)